Buenas tardes, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Food to Fitness podcast. In this episode, it's just Ryan Rupley and myself, Adrian Anulao. Now, out of all the episodes we have published so far, we never really got around to talking about our hosts and what they do and who they are. So for this episode, we want to put the spotlight on Ryan for a little bit and how he got started in the fitness and nutrition industry. Uh, we want to talk about from his humble beginnings to where he is now today. So, like, what got you into the, you know, the whole fitness and nutrition industry? Yeah, um, I think, yeah, first and foremost, I think it, we kind of skipped. We probably should have talked about ourselves individually at first in the beginning of the podcast so people can know a little bit more about us as individuals and, you know, realizing that we have the same type of struggles. Um, so, yeah, so nutrition and fitness for me, uh, you know, I've... I'm 20, 34 years old. I was about to say 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34 years old, right? Uh, born in 1988. And I feel like I grew up in the perfect era. Right. I grew up in a time where we didn't have big technological advances as far as social sites, mm -hmm. right? So we didn't have Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. Yeah. I remember when I first started out, I would have a cassette player. And I remember like the first cassette that my dad gave me was Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. It, it was where you, you couldn't even put multiple songs on it. Uh -huh. It was like one cassette per song. Yeah. Right? And that I remember that then remember the Walkmans and all those things transpiring. And so looking back into the, the food and the fitness aspect, uh -huh. right. Grew up typical tomorrow. Didn't have veggies on the plate. It was primarily meat and rice is what I grew up on. Canned goods, fast foods, of course. Um, so I did not grow up as healthy as I would have wanted to. I had a great life. I was raised, um, you know, very fortunate, very blessed. Uh, my parents were very busy, so we did have McDonald's quite often. And that was my nutritional coach at some times. <laughs> Mr. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ronald, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Hamburger. But uh, yeah, so I, I didn't have a great start. I was always outside, right? And I think that was what kind of kept a good base for myself was was always doing something outside. My dad had me going down to the ranch. My grandpa had me going to the ranch. We would, you know, I grew up rollerblading, skateboarding, trying everything, mountain biking, and it was just more outdoor type stuff. I right. think nowadays people just get the phones and they'll watch the YouTube or the Instagram. They just stay inside, play video hours, games. Hours, bro. Yep. For hours. And they could have easily, you know, after school, I would go to school and after school, I would go and meet up with some of the neighborhood boys and we would legit ride our bikes from like 3.30 Till like the parents called, bro, like six thirty-seven when you couldn't see anymore. So like sundown. Yeah, and you know, thinking about that, imagine every day or at least five times a day where you after school you went and you rode around for like two, three hours. You're just riding bike. You know, you're building muscles that you I mean you didn't know that as a kid. Yeah, right? we yeah. don't. It we was don't, just as a fun. Kid, yeah, yeah, it's fun. We're not as a kid. We're like, yeah, I'm gonna go and do this because we gotta build my legs, man. Like we like, weren't thinking about that as kids. We were, it was just man. fun. That's it. Exactly, yeah. and I think. And, and that's a crazy topic in and of itself, right? Like what, what social media has done to the common kid and taking away outdoorsy style of fun and transforming that fun to having a mental fun by visual. Right. People don't want to go out and move the rocks or they don't want to go out and paint this. They'd rather sit down and watch a time lapse of it being done on the phone. Right. Right. And they get the same, for some reason, it's this, they get the same satisfaction, not the same result. So they get the satisfaction of seeing something being done. They're just not the ones doing it. Yeah. They're not exerting the force, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I always tell people, 
especially when they talk about nutritional plans of like the paleo diets, right? It's like, all right, we understand paleo, paleo diet is supposed to be eating what our ancestors ate, right? Mm -hmm. In the paleozoic era. I understand completely. But at the same point in time, are we fishing for eight hours? Are we in the jungle hunting for eight hours for our food? Are we? No, we're not. Dude, we're, we're in the generation now where we can, we can stay home for the rest of our life. Yeah. And never leave. Really? We, I mean, outside of medical attention, you could stay home, bro. You could you never, work from home, work, live, like, eat, yep. work out, do anything. You could literally do all of those things. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, going back to it, I think I had a good base in my generation being born in the eighties. Uh, hard work was really, really instilled in me and, um, you know, progressing through high school into college in high school, I was athletic to an extent. Mm -hmm. I was very overweight in the beginning part of my high school career. But as I started becoming more comfortable and started joining more sports throughout my senior year, I, I got better, mm -hmm. um, aesthetically wise and performance wise, nutrition and fitness wise. And then after that went through some heartache, like everybody else does. And that's what fueled my passion to go work out. And it was one of my boys, uh, it actually started one of my boys, Elijah Rages, and that's mm -hmm. when I met him at the gym. I forgot where I've met him. We were messing around. I knew him um, scattered from different things, and then he's actually the one that brought me into the gym the first time uh, in college, and we went to Paradise and Aganya, and I just remember, like, Elijah was, I looked at Elijah as, like, my, one of my older brothers. He became a really good friend, uh, taught me a lot on different things. I grew up on the, sh on the smart sides of stuff of, of doing a lot of schoolwork, book work stuff. Didn't have many, uh, street lifestyle right, like stuff. There's the street knowledge and like yes. book knowledge, book yes. smart and street smart. There you go. Yeah. But it gets yeah. more in depth. Right. Yeah, and sure. you know, so, uh, Elijah's family really took me in. Mm -hmm. Uh, they lived right next to UOG. So I was always at their house and I remember going to paradise one day and I was already stocky, right? Naturally bigger, and uh, Elijah's naturally smaller. And I just remember him jumping on a bench press, loading up 135. And I'm just like, dude, if this little guy can do it, I got this. Uh -huh. I picked up the 135, bro, slammed on my chest, dog. Ooh. And Elijah made it stay there as, you know, set a record, you know, set, set a tempo. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> got to ease into things. Right. And ever since then, that's when I kind of fell in love with, like, bodybuilding. Like, it wasn't like... A sport like when you go into school you know like what sport do you want to do you want to do bodybuilding it's, no it's like soccer basketball yeah football like, those common ones right yep. they use bodybuilding or they use the weights to enhance their skills and their abilities to play those sports mm -hmm. but i fell in love with it after that i fell in love with that and and elijah had me doing some mma stuff and i somewhat fell in love with that until you know i used to get beat up from those guys and it would just be on my bed for like laying down, not moving for 12 hours. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe this is not my, maybe it's not for me. I'll go back to the weights. So, 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 <laughs> the so weights like, don't hit back. What was, um, fitness and nutrition, like always like something that you wanted to do? Like, well, what did you want oh, to do? No. Like prior to like going to the gym, like what did you want to be in my life? Yeah. It, to be honest with you, it was always centered around the bank. I always liked to be around money. Mm -hmm. And, um, I thought the bank was a very interesting, organization that, that not many people know of. It's like the airlines, right? Like they do their own thing. We don't yeah. really know what the hell goes on. Same as like the SEC, FBI, all those things. So right. I, I felt like the bank was very similar. It was like, what goes on in the bank? I want to learn these things. So I started working at the bank, but then, you know, on my hobby side, I would do bodybuilding. And that's where 
when I started to get really, really serious is uh, when I met, you know, back then, my coach, RIP, Tony Morrison. Mm -hmm. And I learned a great deal from Tony. Uh, he took something very, very basic and he made it very, very interesting. Uh, you just have to have the right amount of patience, right. right? So I enjoyed it because I could control the outcome of how I looked. Really, like that was never a concept that was, that was a very new concept. Like, wait, hold on, what? I can, I just thought, you know, you never looked at food as calories or macros or anything. You just were told fast food's bad. Yeah. Right? So, okay, if I eat home-cooked meals, I'm okay. No, man, it's really about the quantity, mm -hmm. quality of the food, right? So when, when I started getting serious and I started using Tony as my coach or, you know, when he opened up his uh, time for me, Man, I, I've learned so much through Tony. And, and even at that, it was a very basic set. Tony was very strict, bro. Old school. Like, hey, there's oats and eggs in the morning. Then you got chicken breast or tuna, you know, lettuce and sweet potatoes and boom. And broccoli and green beans. And never really, you never veered off. Right. The, the more concise you were or precise you were and consistent you were, the best that you could track your progress and really make adjustments right mm -hmm. and that's adjustments both ways whether you wanted to lose some weight so you knew exactly where you wanted to lose weight tony would have a diet for that or if you wanted to gain weight you would have a diet for that and bro it would amaze me because he'd be like i bet you you wake up at this weight tomorrow and dude no shit on the dot dude like no he, he knew and that's when i started getting really interesting because what i started to see was something new mm -hmm. something complex that i didn't know and something that still had to deal with math because I still love numbers. Yeah. Right. So I was like, wait, hold on. I'm dealing with macros now. I'm dealing with numbers and calories and calculations and figuring out how to do this. Da, 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 you know, four, you know, one gram of carb is four calories. One gram, da, da, you know, all of those informations. It was new for me. Mm -hmm. I was really excited into it. And so I started learning from Tony. And I don't know how many people know this, but Tony is one of the main reasons why fit for you is alive hmm. because what had happened was I saw the need because I started doing meal prep by myself, yeah. um, for myself, right? because I started to get serious about bodybuilding. And I was like, man, I'm in the kitchen for a long time. And I was still working a full-time job. I still had so much to do. And I was like, man, I'm tired of being in the kitchen for so long. So I was like, wait, what if I started doing this as a, an exciting income? So I had, it was me, um, you know, I had, I, I started with only a group of five and I still had a full-time job and my career was still set for the bank but I still wanted to do some stuff on the bodybuilding and the meal prep side. So I was making side money, meal prepping for five people. Tony did their plans. Uh -huh. They gave me their plans and I prepped their meals to match up with what Tony recommended. Hmm, I right? see. And then, uh, you know, I think a year later I was looking for advancement at the bank and, uh, it was a and Z at the time. Uh, working in Hulali and I was looking for advancements and it just didn't go my way. Uh, I got the position, but it wasn't at the price point that I was looking at. Right. And so I made a decision at the time. I was like, Hey, I'm going to take two weeks of leave and see what I can do on this, this meal prep business that I'm doing on the side. Because I've at that time, people, a lot of people were asking me and I always turned it away because I was too busy because I had a, a real, a, a regular job. Yeah. The one at the bank. Right? Yeah. The yeah. bank. And then bro, I took two weeks off in that five group to 30. And within that span of time, I already surpassed three times what I was making at ANZ. Damn. So after that two weeks break, I went back to ANZ. I gave my boss, Kieran Ward, a, a uh, letter saying, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to resign. He asked me to stay on a little bit more. 
And so for a couple months, I was like, bro, getting two, three hours of sleep a night, you know, I would, I would wake up, go to the gym, go to work for lunch. I would go back home and wash dishes or pre-prep stuff. And then after work, I'd go home and cook and pack things and go deliver, you know? So, you know, that was like the start of the hustle about a decade ago, bro. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and I know we've touched base on this in some of the other previous podcasts, but so it started from there. Very base. I have old pictures. It was very base nutritional plans. We didn't have much variety. It was very simple, very, very simple, but it made the best progress, right? And then that's when kind of the name started becoming bigger, hadn't getting more attention. And that's when I was like, okay, we now have different needs, right? So we have certain people that want straight bodybuilding diets and that's uh-huh. what I was doing. But now we have new clients that want new things. They want they want to, they're not hardcore bodybuilders. They want to lose a couple of pounds, mm-hmm. but they don't want to be eating plain stuff. They want the variety. And that's when we started shifting the different types of proteins, different types of carbs, different types of flavors and seasonings. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've made a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. on the nutrition side and the business side a lot within the past decade. But I don't regret any of those because they have all brought me to where I'm at right now. It helps you like learn. Yeah. yeah right. You, know. you need those. You need yeah. the negatives, right? Yeah, you, for sure. You, you, hey, you need the rain to really know and value the sun. Yeah. Right. And, and vice versa. So, you know, fast forward 10 years later, here I am, you know, these, these basic meal plans, I do these in my sleep nowadays. I can look at somebody now and I can have a good gauge of their height, their weight, their body fat now. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. It's cool. Uh-huh. Um, cool, cool to know. But what happens is I got complacent. It started getting boring again because it's the same stuff now. now so just, how, how did you like, you know, combat athletes? Yeah. Oh. That is my new kick right now. Combat athletes. It's the combat athletes, mm-hmm. right? So it's learning like combat performance mm-hmm. style, right? So like getting somebody, man, any average Joe or any average coach on Guam can get somebody to lose weight. I tell this to so many people. Somebody eats like shit 24 seven and you just have a, a regular coach that says here, have a regular diet plan that's balanced and wholesome and in, in proper caloric control. Yeah. Definitely lose weight. Easy. So those easy clients is, is of course, we'd love to help them. It's, it's easy. Is, right? it, is it like... You, you just feel like you need a challenge. I do. Yeah. Right. Cause it's just, it becomes mundane. It doesn't, I'm not, it's not as fun. It's great to be able to talk to the client, interact with the client, figure out what motivates them, mm-hmm. you know, how they like to move and stuff and, 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 and figure out where their, their weak points are or, or figure out what mentally is causing them not to be able to lose weight or mm-hmm. not stick to the plan. That's the fun part. But I love numbers, bro. I love math. I love numbers. And it was just getting too easy on a general fitness weight loss clients. Uh-huh. And so I wanted to really spark interest into how do I increase calories, primarily carbs too. Right. How do I in- increase calories to the max amount available for that client to perform to their max amount available? Right. And that's, what's really cool. And the good thing about that, or the crazy thing about that is it never is consistent. I can talk to JJ and give JJ a meal plan based off of one part of his life, which might be on a bulking phase for strength or uh-huh. for, or for a skill set for, for CrossFit or on a cardio binge because he's going to run a marathon uh-huh. and his diet and nutrition, it is very paramount that it changes relative to what he's doing. Right. And that's where it started becoming really fun. 
when I can start talking to athletes and being, okay, what's your next goal for the next three months? Right. Or like something like Marilyn or Barney or Bobby out in the States, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you're, for example, Marilyn, she fought at Worlds at Rooster 101, that she has a tournament and she gets to fight at 125 and then she has a, the European Championships and she has to fight at Rooster again. So it's like, all right. It's like shifting weights and yeah. going up and down. So lot. it's super cool, bro. Super interesting. And also what makes it even more interesting is that she's female. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm starting to figure out not only is dieting for females a little bit unique because mm -hmm. women just kind of are designed a little bit different, yeah. especially when they have their monthly. Yes. But it's also now saying, okay, throw all of that and factor in having to cut weight and cut water and manage sodium in order to get this girl to make their weight for the European championships. It's amazing. Like I've made mistakes with Marilyn in the past and I've owned up to them. I've made, you know, cause I'm learning. Right. It's all learning, learning in progress because everybody's body's different. You can have dingats, which is twins, by the way, mm. you can have twins exact same Genetics. identical. Yeah. Yeah. Same height, same weight, same everything. But one, one of them might respond better off of a certain carbohydrate or a certain protein or a certain fat versus the other. You know, I have friends from the past, like Raymar and Mike that dude, they could eat a burger and they would be pumped and fueled to go training. Wow. Yeah. Versus me, I have a burger, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Right. But if you give me candy, if you give me a box of nerds mm -hmm. or a box of, you know, whatever, something that's sugary, that's what kicks me into gear. Right. So it's like knowing what works for that client's body and, and working with them to figure out what the best plan for them is. I mean, that's the reason why we call it fit for you, fit for you. Cause it's like a tailored to yeah, that specific to what they person. want. Yeah. The biggest problem I think, especially on the nutritional side, dude is, and this, this just happened to us, right? Is that this, this one lady, she, she prefers vegan diets over everything, which is fine. Right. Nobody, bro, what I eat, don't make you shit. What you eat, don't make me shit. I mm -hmm. really don't care. Right. If it works for you and it makes you happy and you can afford it, why, why not? Right. So put an advertisement out there. We want to get people healthy for 2023. This lady comes in and just completely bashes us because, or bashes fit for you because they're not, uh, we're not offering the vegan programs right now just because of cost. It's very, you know, it's expensive. You see, you see how the economy is. Yeah. But what she doesn't realize is that she's shitting on everybody else who might want to make a change in the right direction, no matter where they are in their life. What if you have a 300 pound guy that has no motivation, sees the post and wants to do it because they're, oh, wow, this is a potentially a life changing event for me or, right. or meal plan for me. Then they read the comments and they find this lady and she goes, they're lying to everybody. They don't do vegan meals. They're not healthy whatsoever. It's like that lady, you're, you're, you're making it harder for anybody else to get healthier. So you're doing a disservice and you're making yourself and your style of eating uh -huh. look really bad. Yeah. You know, and I think that was one of the biggest problems that I see is that one, there's a lot of information and two, there's a lot of negative and bad influence. People just sharing incorrect knowledge and people just trying to get into other people's business, bro. Yeah, I'm sure. Like she's doing a disservice to not only to herself. Yeah. Because like, you know, you can they complain all you want. You're you're not going to get the vegan diet right now. It's yeah, expensive. Yeah, you offer it. <laughs> yeah, like you can, you can... Pay $20 a meal then, yeah, but... Yeah, you know. like, and yeah. then it's, you're not doing a... You're doing a disservice with your company because, you know, it's like you're putting false information out yes. there about you guys, and then... Bro, and she's a small business, too. That's what I don't understand. It's like, bro, we're both on Guam. We're both trying to make it in this economy. We're both trying to help people, and you're shitting on another small business? Dude, shame on you, lady. 
I won't drop your name right now. <laughs> One day I might. <laughs> I won't, bro. But, you know, it's just like, you know, that's, that's the problem that I see, dude, is like, you know, I think people think that it, other people have made it where it's like almost mentally really hard for somebody to try a diet mm-hmm. or try a nutritional plan. Bro, it's not hard, dude. Fit for you has great programs. Everybody else has great programs. You can join, uh, you know, I don't care if you go to Fit for You, you go to Boca Boss, you go to Health Bistro, you go to whatever other meal prep company. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a good change, go make that good change. I don't care. There's 160 plus thousand people with tens of thousands more coming to Guam in the next five to 10 years. Right. There's no way we can even hold 0.01% of the population. We cannot feed. We need way more healthy companies on Guam. I'm not in here trying to compete with any other meal prep companies. Mm-hmm. All we're here to do is try to let people know, hey, Fit For You is an option. This is what we have available. If you want to try us out, we're not asking you to sign for a year. Come sign up for a week or two weeks or a month and see what it does. It might work for you. It might not work for you, but why not give it a try? Right. Like, right. you know, that's, that's like the, the least that they can do. Just, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. And not to bash on vegans or vegetarians. But even at that, a lot of them don't have all the real information, right? You just yeah. ask them why, like, even if you try to calmly talk to them, why do you think that it's your vegan is the best, is the best program? You should be like, oh, because you don't hurt the animals. You don't do this. It's like, okay, well, bro, I, I could eat almonds and pizza and bread the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. That's vegan. And I could call myself a vegan and maybe I'll add some bok choy and spinach on my pizza Ooh. and pineapples. <laughs> But do you think that that's going to be healthy? No. No. But that's what I'm seeing. That's what I mean. They're spreading the wrong information by telling people, hey, this company is lying to you about being healthy because they're not, they don't do vegetarian or they don't do vegan. Uh That's not good enough. You got to give me a point. Give me a reason. Like, like, bro, grow some more balls if you want to come out and, and attack. Like, okay, attack with some facts. Like, hey. Fit for you is lying because they don't do vegetarian meals and vegetarian meals are, are, are superior to like, every diet because this, this, this scientific yeah. facts, because all I'm going to say is, okay, you eat almonds and bread all day. What makes you healthy about that? What's healthy about that diet? Nothing. And it's Nothing. still vegetarian. Yeah. So it's not about the diet or the, it's not about the paleo diet, vegetarian diet, wholesome diet, mm-hmm. you know, find what works for you, man. Try something out. Try, you know, whatever you're doing right now, if your life is bad and your nutrition is bad and your fitness is bad, you don't like the way you look in the mirror. You hurt when you stand up, getting out of bed is a pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're already at a bad spot. Why don't you just try something? Cause you never know where it'll take you. Yeah. Try where it'll take you mentally, like emotionally, what, physically. What else? Could, like, what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, lose weight, hopefully. Yeah, that's yeah. what you got to lose. Lose some weight. Lose some weight. Right? But yeah, so that's, you know, in a small, quick snapshot, guys, that's me. Um, start How I started. I I don't have it perfect. I don't have 12, a 12-pack 12 of abs. Um, I can control my diet. I can do a lot of things. I can do cutting. I can do bulking, maintenance, you know, whatever, whatever you'd like. Um, you know, give us a shout out and let us know if you have any questions and let me know if you need any help with nutrition coaching. Be glad to pass some information down the line because, you know, a healthy future is a better future for all of us. Agreed. Agreed. All right, guys. So um, we're almost at the end of our podcast episode. So we can do rapid fire. Uh, we can do rapid fire or uh, I was thinking we try something else new. Um, instead of rapid fire, it's would you rather question. Let's get it. All right. First one. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? 
Ooh. 150, I won't be around, so I wouldn't care. Give mm. me the 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you rather have telekinesis, that's the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Ooh, read minds. Read minds, yeah, I think same here. Yep. Uh, let's see. Would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear? Sing along. Okay, okay, last one. Uh, let's see. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Whoa, jail for five years? Or a coma, or a coma. in a decade. Okay, but, you know, if I'm in jail for five years, it depends on what jail and stuff like that. But if uh, face value, man, put me in jail, bro. All right, I mean, you're alive. You can make some I'm friends. Alive, make friends, make yeah. some decisions, make, you know, do some stuff. And, like, if you wake up from a coma after a decade, you're just kind of like, whoa, whoa, yeah. what the fuck? There's, like, changes yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. You're just trying to, like... Like no. get everything together like what the oh, fuck 100 yeah. percent. yeah all right well that concludes this episode of the podcast we hope you guys enjoyed we hope uh you guys know a little bit more about ryan one of our hosts uh with that being said we'll catch you in the next episode shoot shoot